Hello there. Welcome to the world of Pokemon. My name is Brayden. My name is Will. And this is a podcast called Beyond the Ball, where we endeavor to read the entire in-game Pokedex, one Pokemon at a time for Poketernity. <laughs> um, yes. They keep, uh, keep adding new stuff. Um, how are you doing today, Will? I'm alright, you know? Um... Oh boy, there's a lot going on, huh? Yeah, um, every every day, every week, every month it seems like. Time and again, so many yeah. things. Yeah, um, we we didn't really talk about it the last couple episodes, but like, don't don't want anyone to, to think that, um, you know. We're like moving on to normalcy. Yeah, like protests are still happening. Like even if they're not in your feed, they're still very much happening. Like I was um, at a rally like just yesterday. You know. Yeah, they're definitely yeah. still going on, and I encourage you still to go to them. I also saw something that was like, you know, they had they had done a uh, like a cursory examination of cases resulting from protests and it was like yeah there's like none yeah <laughs> not not yeah. overall but it was like you know on the whole people who protest are wearing masks and spread is relatively low it's outdoors like mm-hmm. obviously you need to take precautions and do your best to be safe but like yeah don't let people tell you that the protests are the reason that this spike is happening again because it's yeah. not because yeah no it's a, uh certainly you know, having you know salons and, and bars open again doesn't doesn't really help. Uh, yeah, no. Speaking of which, did you hear that uh, bars are closed again in Los Angeles as of yesterday? So hey, what do you know? Here we go. Here we go again, y'all. Buckle up. That's cool. That's cool. Me and my roommates have basically just been like, "We're ready. Bring it on. Shut it down, baby." Please, <laughs> just round two. Let's go. Yeah. Oh my God, get some more board games in. Yeah, we'll get we'll get a uh, oh shoot, what's it called? The one on Switch that they just put out, Clubhouse Games. Oh yeah, that sounds cool actually. I'll check yeah, that out. there's a lot of um, stuff on there. Justin Justin McElroy doesn't like it very much though. Ah, he's a coward. Kato liked it. Like, oh <laughs> yeah, Kato liked it, and Griffin liked it, and Justin was like, "You can get all these games for free on a Nokia flip phone. This is stupid." <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's. Whatever. That's anyway, we're repping a lot of other podcasts right now instead of doing our podcast. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, just we should. Yeah. Yeah. Get get involved uh, where you can. Yeah. Get you involved. Know. Stay involved. I donate. I donated to the the Okra Project recently. Um, just the OKRAProject.com, and they basically just deliver meals, like chef prepared meals. So black trans folks who are homeless or, or can't afford like you know decent food um so that's super, a really cool cool one you can donate right to now, especially mm-hmm. for like black trans people and people who are like unhoused like wow it's a bad time yeah um, especially i saw something recently talking about like uh the effects of quarantine on like people who actually have homes versus people who don't and right. like it's it's a world of difference like it's real bad out there right now for people so anything yeah. you can do to help is definitely gonna go a long way there's you know two two very big forces uh 
the police and a pandemic who are doing Just a lot doing of damage to, to, to marginalized communities. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you know, donate to, to that or to, you know, other, other projects and stuff, but also like look around, like I, I guarantee there's some organization in your city or district right. that is fighting be, for things I mean, you believe in be that you know like you yeah. can just like it doesn't take much like go buy some socks and go give them out you know stuff like that is yeah that can all help anyway yeah. stay involved yeah exactly there's uh it's it's uh it's everywhere it's i don't know, I, I live in a city where a lot of people think like oh there's no like police brutality here or like you know they're not like showing up and you know beating up protesters or anything but i guarantee you if there's police in your city then they have done harm to marginalized communities and will continue to do so yeah so, so get rid of that uh if you can <laughs> do yeah do what you can to make yeah. that stop yeah anyway um we're gonna do a podcast about pokemon now should we um there's some more pokemon news as well that we should there maybe is. talk about real they're, quick they've been cranking out these pokemon games yeah boy uh, they're really just they're going hard there's we been, talked so about we, pokemon snap yes and like the the dlc for sword and shield is out that is mm-hmm. happening we've talked about that yeah um but now there's also the pokemoba pokemoba which is that going to be on PC, do we know? You know, I don't um, really know anything about it. I assume it's just on um, Switch. Probably, right? It seems, I don't know, MOBA it's, always seems like such a PC-type thing to me. Um, although, I don't even know if MOBA's the most accurate term. I don't, I don't know, it looks... Uh, People have been, it's called Pokemon Unite by the right, way. Right, right. Um, Nintendo Switch and mobile devices. Okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, I had some fun with League of Legends back in the day, uh, uh, but... I, don't I know really if... have never gotten into this style of game, honestly. Yeah, like, I've, ne- I've never gotten to, like, the more competitive angle of it. Um, yeah. But... But it's cross-platform. You can yeah. play on Switch against people who are on phones. That's cool. Which is kind of neat. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I'll, I might give it a shot, but I don't know if Pokemon's going to be the thing to draw me into MOBAs. To finally make MOBAs work for you? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, me neither. Um, but also, there's a cafe game? Mm-hmm. A Pokemon Cafe Mix, I believe, which I downloaded last night. I've been playing a handful of. Oh, it's already out. Oh, yeah, it came out, like, when they announced it practically, or maybe, like, the day after. Okay, there's more and more of that these days, huh? Yeah, it's uh, it's very cute um, and fun. Pretty straightforward, just kind of simple puzzle mechanics. Um, it's not match three, but kind of match three-esque, where you're, like, matching a bunch of, like, Pokemon heads together to make little, like, links and... And, and all make like, coffee. And make coffee and food and stuff. Um, I just learned... Well, I just got like oil in my in my cafe, so we can we can serve pasta now. Oh uh, wow! Yeah, uh, and Togepi and Munchlax started showing up because we got some cool furniture that they dig. Um, Is it like a microtransactions thing? Yeah, there's like you know, it's kind of like the Candy Crush style where it's like you can pay 
to get like more stamina to do more puzzles and then you can buy mm-hmm. items to do the puzzles faster which I'll probably you know run out of patience for eventually pretty soon sure I'm already but, playing this know. other Dragon Ball mobile game so yeah. like, I don't really have room in my heart for more than one I don't think at any given time <laughs> Brayden are you saying that you don't have room in your heart for Pokemon uh, for Pokemon mobile games uh, that are free to play, maybe designed to suck your life and money. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's pretty fun. You, uh, if you do start it, you know, stick with it until because at the start, like you're just gonna have like the same Pokemon showing up over and over. It's just like you know, Eevee, Charmander, and Snubble. Um, but like as you as you get farther, like more different ones will show up. There's a, there's a big opening cinematic where. A Charizard is serving a plate of food to someone, and I, I don't know if they like evolve in this game, but I'm hoping that the Charmander that works in my cafe will evolve into a Charmeleon. Mm-hmm. Um, but you I have to really you have to make it. him a manager first. Yeah, now they they've all got like friendship things, and when you up their friendship, they'll like either first come and work for you, and then they'll like get better at their job with you get that friendship going higher so i don't know there's there's cool it's very very cute it's very cute i was gonna say the main thing that it's got going for it is this little charmander in like a newsy hat um, yeah which is pretty hard to top i think yeah um the the puzzle stuff is is fine it's a little i don't really like how imprecise it is you're just kind of like dragging your finger across the screen trying to connect stuff um but like i like that there's no like you know, a level will have, like, get this many points requirement, but there's no, like, high scores or anything you're trying to get. Mm, like, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's kind of nice. Very chill. So, in summary, uh, I'm still extremely excited about Pokemon Snap. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the, big, uh, the big fish we're, we're reeling in right now. Um, I'm very, very excited to, to get into. Uh, Do we have a release date for that? I don't even know. Probably. probably Available TBD. Off. Dang it. Um, I think it's just called oh, New man. Pokemon Snap. <laughs> that's that's I good. Thought, wasn't there some something that was coming out like immediately? Oh no, I'm thinking of Paper Mario. Paper Mario is coming out this coming month. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think it's coming oh, out in really? July. Oh really? Gosh. Oh boy. A Paper Mario style RPG with Pokemon would be not so bad either, but probably too adjacent to the main line of to games. To regular Pokemon, yeah. Yeah. July seventeenth. Have you? Well, okay. This this is all a conversation that should Paper Mario conversation has to be post pod. We should probably start doing the thing, huh? Yeah, I mean, so related to the new stuff, um, the Isle of Armor came out. Which means, um, which had a bunch of returning Pokemon in it added again, and they all got new Pokedex entries. They're really going to make us go back and do all of them again, huh? Well, I'd already gone back and looked up the ones that had new entries from Sword and Shield, and like I had a list going, like, all right, who's here, who's, who all we need to talk about to read new entries for? And so I had to update that again with... Uh, New ones. Battle of Armor, and I'm going to have to do it again once Crown Tundra comes out, because yep. there's definitely some that are returning that we've talked about already. Um, but, so yeah, I've, I've been kind of going um, in order of, of a first appearance as we first talked about them. So we, we got through a good handful already, like Gengar and Salazzle and all them. Um, but with the Isle of Armor, there's some, some old ones uh, that I'm very excited to get back into. 
because they were probably some of our most interesting uh, Pokemon to talk <laughs> about. Um, so, so this episode, we're going to be talking about uh, Scyther, uh, Scizor, and then Porygon, Porygon 2, and Porygon Porygon's, Z. Porygon's 1 through Z. Yeah, Pori- <laughs> <laughs> Porygon's base version through Z. <laughs> I need to change Porygon's name to Porygon 1.0 or something. Mm-hmm. I, but then it's still 1-2-Z, and that doesn't, yeah. you know. Yeah, it's, oh, it's Porygon, you weirdo. We'll get to Porygon in a minute, though. We're going to start um, with uh, Scyther, first of all. And we should have talked about this before the podcast, but I can't remember if we were... Adding... Scaling? Well, yeah, I, I put scales um, into these old ones in case we wanted to. I also included their uh, foreign names. Um, oh, yeah, sure. Which we didn't always talk about um, before. I don't think, yeah, I don't think we were doing that at all for a little while anyway. And I, I made a spot for us to, to write our own entry if we want to, but I don't know if we want to do that after Because then we kind of have to go back and read the old ones again. Yeah, which it's, I think it'll be good to skim some stuff real quick, but I don't know if we need to try and condense that all yeah we usually do but i don't know let's uh let's see how it goes let's let's talk about um scyther who i think has some some interesting foreign names actually um that we certainly didn't talk about in the first episode right okay so yeah scyther because scythe um yeah but in japanese it's strike which, okay, I mean, swords do strike. Strike is not usually a, a verb I associate with, like, a cutting or a slicing. Right, uh, but a praying mantis, yes. Cause it's yeah, they like strike. a rapid yeah. attack, like, boom, you know. Yeah, definitely. Which is kind and, of Scyther's deal. Yeah, very, very sudden and, and quick striking. Um, In German, Sichlor? 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 Ich or ish. Yeah, I don't know. It kind of varies, I think, uh, depending on who's talking. But Zichlor. Zichlor. Um, and in French, insecateur. <laughs> Which I, I love because it's like an insect provocateur. That's exactly what I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> I think that's, I think that's a, a, a really solid... <laughs> it's a bug spy. <laughs> Just imagine someone, like, you know, seeing a sight through, like, Popping out of the tall grass and be like, Insecator! <laughs> <laughs> and then getting chopped Cut in, in half. half. Yes. Um, because as you uh, may recall. Scyther is um, very frightening. Yeah. I'm wondering if. Which one of these entries talked about? No, Cleave. Cleaving Cleave in Twain? Yeah. Sun said it. Confuses its prey with quick ninja-like movements, and then in, in an instant it cleaves them with its sights. Yes, I remember so. uh, discussing this and the fact that cleave is like there is no good interpretation of that. Yeah, like. no the, the the green mean cleaving machine, as I recall, I called it. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, um, well, should we um, should we see if Sword and Shield have anything to either reinforce or? undermine that notion yeah let, let's just run a, over some of the basic i just like listened to this whole episode again when mm-hmm. i put it up on youtube so uh, they strike very fast faster than the eye can see um they're very ninja like perhaps progenitor ninja um 
They train in the mountains. They they're definitely, proud. They're very proud, and they definitely murder and eat prey. Mm. Um, That's right. They have communities that train in the mountains. That was an interesting, yeah. uh, an interesting one. Right. Oh, and and mainly uh, vestigial wings. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Flaps okay, them around a little, but. Yeah. Let's see what uh, what what new info we have. Some some very hot new info. Like yeah. Fresh off fresh off the Pokedex press. So uh, our first one is going to be from Sword version and says, "As Scyther fights more and more battles, its sides become sharper and sharper. With a single slice, Scyther can fell a massive tree." Ooh. So. I believe before um, we talked about being able to slice through uh, thick logs, mm-hmm. um, and black and white says the sharp sights on its forearms become increasingly sharp by cutting through hard objects. Which is so th- again just doesn't make sense, but you know, yeah, but it's a self-sharpening this, knife, right? <laughs> more and more battles, though. It's probably cutting through more and more hard po- Pokemon. <laughs> uh, yeah. Which makes its uh, sights become sharper and sharper. Uh, presumably to a point where it can fell a massive tree, or, or you know, maybe that's that sentence is right. just, you know, separate from the first entire... Yeah, thing. unless they're saying that, like, even just baseline, it can sl- slice through a massive tree, which is, like, pretty incredible if it can then get sharper from there. Yeah, I'm thinking of, like, a, like a redwood or, like, you know, like a big sequoia yeah, tree. Yeah, I mean, just if like, you're going to say massive, boom. like... You mean massive, right? Like I, I I'm yeah, more also, impressed by you... that than thick logs. Yeah, those are some old trees, Scyther. Why are you cutting those down? Yeah, can you stop that, please? Yeah. Maybe <laughs> trees. Maybe trees don't get as big in the Pokemon world because Pokemon are always cutting them down and uprooting them by flying too close to them. And I mean, they they always grow right back after I cut them down and, and move away from the screen. That so. is a good point. That is a good point. Um, you know, maybe there's, you know, some grass-type Pokemon that's, you know... Encouraging growth. Yeah, yeah. probably. Uh, so, but, um, that's pretty incredible. Yeah. A single it's, slice. It doesn't even have to take two chops at it, just like yeah. butter. It's so... Through the mighty oak tree. It's weird to, like, quantify sharpness, I feel like. Um, yeah. That's a good... Like, it's... Like how does something just like get sharper and sharper? Like how what's what's the upper limit of sharpness that you know a blade can can cut through? I wonder um, whether I talked about this when we first um, did Scyther because I think I was really into this guy's videos at that time. But there's someone on YouTube who makes knives out of like really bizarre things. Yeah, we um, talked about it. And spends yeah, a great deal of time sharpening those knives until they're incredibly incredibly sharp, and. Um, they usually use like several different uh, whetstones, and it's a whole process. And it's like you, if you want to get really, really, really sharp, you can like, you can go all out, or you can just you know, keep cutting hard things. There is a, I think battling. there is a a max sharpness you could reach though, like cutting through the fabric of reality. I think it's the one atom blade, with, <laughs> you know. When the when the one that get... you can split an atom with? No, well, I mean, I don't think so. But <laughs> I'm thinking, like, the point of the blade is is 
at its it's at its tip it's one atom thick you know what i mean it's like vanta black or something like this it's like it comes down it comes down to such a fine point that it literally couldn't be any finer um wow i think that that's the idea at which point like even that's not cutting a massive tree in one slice though right I don't know. <laughs> I guess if you get the blade big enough, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, right. You need. You still need to have enough like force behind the swing and stuff, which apparently Scyther has got that in spades. So, just get like a big, uh, like a, a baseball player, with a with a Scyther sword. Yeah, with a big, big sharp sword, and just who needs lumberjacks anymore? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, use... yeah, yeah. Who needs chainsaws? Yeah. Just burly no, men f- with dismembered scythers. Right. You know, for all those baseball players who need some little extra work. Mm, you know? Yeah. I mean, right now. They, yeah, that's they true. Do. <laughs> yeah, sp- I think uh, spring training did not go as, as well as uh, people were expecting. Yeah, well, join the club. Um, yeah. Should we should we see what else they've got on offer for us? New, yeah, new scyther info? Yeah, let's read scyther's newest and... Final entry. All right. This comes from Shield Version. If you come across an area in a forest where a lot of trees have been cut down, you what you've found is a Scyther's territory. Okay. All right, <laughs> Scyther, you butthole. <laughs> Why, though? It's got to keep cutting. Get those blades sharper, Will. You could just chop up rocks and not be killing trees. Yeah, but... Maybe it's how, like how, a, how are you gonna? I don't know. If you come across an area where a lot of trees have been cut down, you found a scyther's territory. Maybe that's the way that it is marking its territory. Maybe it's letting yeah. other scythers and other predators know you're in scyther town, so you better right. keep walking. I guess you know it might uh, behoove you to look at how they've been cut down. It sounds like struck by lightning, or you know, because mm. mm-hmm. trees fall down for other reasons. Uh, but look if it looks like, like they've was... got one clean slice through them, right? Yeah. Does it look like pr- it was sliced by the sharpest thing known to man? Yeah. That's what, a scyther what, right there. What you found is a scyther's territory. <laughs> I like that that wording. <laughs> Let me tell you what you found. You need to run. Yeah. <laughs> like this is like a, a horror. <laughs> movie entry ash reads as he walks into a forest like oh a lot of trees cut down ash, here. ash kinda, sits down on something foggy. to read his pokedex realizes he's sitting on a stump looks up from his pokedex there's stumps all around oh no oh no <laughs> uh, what you found it's like there's territory you've made a mistake which is interesting because I thought they they all hung out in the, in the mountains. I guess I guess They're once you train in the mountains, but you got to keep yeah, when, those knives sharp, you know. That's true, but maybe once you've trained thoroughly in the mountains, um, you go to a forest and mm-hmm. claim your territory. I assume that eating is better in the forest. How are they feeding themselves in the mountains, and why don't they just stay there? There's uh, there's probably other Pokemon up in the mountains. I don't know. I imagine so. There's a phenomenon in nature where. When you have like pack animals or animals that you know travel in large groups, adolescent males often get kicked out eventually because mm-hmm. they're going to cause they're going to cause problems, and so often the males males ends up being solitary. So it could be a thing like that, like yeah. scythers train until they get strong enough, and then it's like, all right, it's time for you to go be solo because 
this community isn't going to do well with a bunch of like macho, rowdy teens. <laughs> yeah, macho rowdy teens running around chopping down everything that looks hard. Yeah. Gonna probably getting in fights and stuff. Yeah, not not which you know, getting in fights for Scyther is maybe not so bad a thing. Like it's also what they do at their mountain dojo anyway, but Yeah. Yeah, they they've got territory in the forest too, I guess. So yeah, that's uh, that's our new info for Scyther. Nothing, you know, wildly uh, new, I, I would say, um, but still impressive. Um, Here's what I will I say. Know. Yeah. Well, I'm looking back at um, when we first started this, we didn't do the pet worthiness scale, so that's no. entirely new. I go. Oh, yes, we we did do humanity and deadliness already. Yes, we just, did. We just we didn't have them on our info sheets. Right. Yeah. yeah. So we gave we gave Scyther a ten in deadliness, which I think definitely stays. Okay. Um, and we gave Scyther a seven in humanity. I'm half mm-hmm. tempted to bump that up to an eight due to Scyther's propensity for chopping down trees for no good reason. That's uh, I think that's a that's a very valid uh, a point you could you could tack on there. Honestly, a fairly human that's, quality. Yeah. That's. Uh, I mean, yeah. Um, pet worthiness is low, I think. I think so. <laughs> like, even if you get one to, like, you know, be your friend and stuff, like... It's probably still going to chop up all your nice things. And it's going to be hard to hug. Yeah. And you're going to have to constantly be like, hey, don't cut that person Hey, please apart. don't. Please don't or cut these things on. apart anymore. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I want to... I wanna, like a, a one, I guess. Like yeah, I think so. Sorry. Sorry, Cipher. A great companion for for battling, uh, I think. But just a just an awkward, you know, almost five foot tall, hundred and twenty pound, you know, walking rowdy, two swords. A rowdy preteen with sword hands. Yeah, that, we don't. I don't. I don't need that in my in my house. No, thank you. Um. Well, let's let's move on to um, Scyther's evolution, which is Scizor, which it looks like it didn't actually update this info sheet. It got distracted. Uh oh. So, give me just a minute here. Yeah, I'll just uh, I'll just vamp um, <laughs> and talk about uh. Paper Mario well, or something. No, we can we can talk about Scissor. Um, I mean, Scissor was uh, in some ways more scary than Scyther, and in other ways not. Yeah, the the big heavy pincers are are not as they're not as intimidating as like, the sword hands. Yeah, I I could I can hug this one. Yeah, you know? it can hug you back with its pincers and destroy you. Um, yeah. <laughs> I guess I was going to say one of the things that was really frightening about it was the notion that it could melt, but that was uh, Mega Caesar only, right. I think, which we probably don't have new information about that, do we? we? We don't. I checked, but there's no Mega Evolution in Sword and Shield, so... Right. Yeah. Yeah, we, that makes sense. They don't pop up. Um, I did have... I, I've got um, Scissor's foreign names here listed now though 
All right. Should we um, check those out? English, Scizor. Japanese, yeah. Hassam. So, yeah, I'm going to check with means. Bulbapedia and see if they have any more info on that one real quick. But let's, you can go ahead and do the rest. And um, German, Sherox. Kind of like Xerox, but with the SCH at the start. Xerox. And then French, oh boy, Cizayox. Yeah, that's a... Uh, I haven't read as much French as you have, but I don't, I don't a, see the, the the letter Y in, in French. Yeah, often, not not like. too often. It's that's that's a really odd uh, spelling for French, and I have no idea what the pronunciation would be. Um, it's a weird one for sure. Yeah, Cisayox. let's see. Um, Bulbapedia says Hassam is a corruption of Hasamu, which means to clip or snip. Uh huh. Um, the snipper clipper. Yeah, it's Mandarin Chinese name. Oh is... boy, these are often very good. Well, let's see if I can read this one. It looks like um, Zhu Qian Tonglong. The Chinese? Uh, yeah, which means uh, giant pincered mantis. All right, I mean, that's. Which, that tracks. It's right there on the box. Yeah, often very, very literal names from, from the Chinese, which I, I appreciate. Mm -hmm. um, uh, but yeah, what was uh, what do we what do we, what do we think about Scizor? It was kind of like, I think we might have given it like less deadliness because the pincers just weren't as as lethal. Yeah, we it gave it like. only an eight deadliness instead of a ten, and we lowered its humanity. Um, I'm not sure why we lowered its humanity. Maybe because it doesn't talk the about them living in the mountains. It has like less less of a mouth, if if any. It's more like metal and almost kind of robotic. Maybe I don't know. It tries to make mm its hands look like heads. Yeah, which. Very, very non-human behavior. <laughs> oh, yeah, lots of discussion of, like, oh, its pincers contain steel. Its body has the hardness of steel. It has a steel-hard body. And it's like, okay, is it made of steel or not? Right. It's uh, There's a, there a lot of discussion here on what steel types actually is, some kind of organic metal or what. Oh, and it does, um, it does talk about it melting in here. Yeah, it I think to, not as much. It has to use the wings to keep itself from melting. Right, it's it's uh, sun says it uses a swing to adjust its body temperature. Otherwise, its metal body would become too hot and melt in the heat of battle. Which, yeah, that's a uh, that's a good sign. Oh yeah, and then there I was guess... this. This is maybe the most choice. Ultra Moon. Once it has identified something as an enemy, it will continue beating them with its steel hard right. pincers until there is nothing left but scraps. Yeah, just like you know, walking right up to the line of saying Pokemon just murdered the heck out of each other, <laughs> like not quite saying it, but it's not even a predator prey situation. It's just like I'll beat you until you're a pulp. Like if you're oh, an enemy, hey, yeah, all right. So, Coming on a little strong, Caesar. I'm, I'm I'm hoping Caesar, you know, the ones, the few that there are, maybe in the wilderness, are hopefully noble creatures who only identify, you know, the worst of enemies uh, that deserve to be beat and crushed to nothing. Mm -hmm. 
I also, I mean, oh, I'm just suddenly remembering that it is Scizor, not Caesar, and I'm going back to Caesar because of my brain, but it is Scizor because it's like scissors. Yeah, right. Not like Super Smash Bros. Melee, where it says Caesar. It audibly Caesar. says Caesar, but we don't need to rehash that, probably. Right. No. Um, we, we should, um, you know, hash for the first time these, these new entries, though, I guess. Uh. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's check them out. Sword version. Bulky pincers account for one-third of Caesar's body... God. One-third of Scizor's body weight. A single swing of one of these pincers will crush a boulder completely. What so, does a boulder look like to you? 260.1 divided by 3 is... So 86.7 pounds. For those I guess divide, pincers, so you're looking at divided 40, by two, so like 43, 43 pounds per pincer, which is right. pretty heavy. That's pretty heavy. Yeah. You're moving around 50-pound like, weights on the ends of your hands. Yeah, just think you're like lifting, you know, two 40-pound dumbbells like all on the your time. hands at all times. That's like, that's pretty heavy. It's it's doable, but it's not very comfortable. Yeah, like you would be uncomfortable very fast. Um, but Scizor is just very strong and also runs very hot. So yeah, you know, <laughs> it really does. It really it has really needs a, a better cooling system. Pretty twiggy-looking arms too, given that it's got 40-pound weights on the end of them. Right. I, I really appreciate that, like, extra info. Like, I don't know. Like, we all, we all never see, like, how much a Pokemon weighs altogether or how whatever their height could mean. But I like knowing what different parts of it This level of weigh. specificity is always, always nice. Yeah. And so I guess with Scyther's uh, sword entry, you know, a single slice can fell a massive tree. A single swing. A single swing crush a boulder completely right which so trees and boulders you know watch out it didn't even say a massive boulder it just says a boulder i don't know what makes i think boulders are inherently massive yeah when does it become a boulder how big does it have to be to be considered a boulder i think it's a you'll know it when you see it kind of classification i, I googled boulder hoping it would have a definition but it just showed me colorado boulder, colorado which <laughs> I don't think that's what uh, Scizor is crushing. <laughs> Completely. <laughs> Let's instead of getting worried about what makes a boulder a boulder, maybe we should discuss what makes crushing completely. Because to me, that means you didn't just split it in half; you reduced yeah. it to rubble. You you flattened it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You've disintegrated it. It's right. it's, it's been powderized. I mean, we know it's it beats things till there's nothing left but scraps. So you know, I'm I'm assuming just like total, just complete rubble, like nothing left. Pretty um, much. Well, and it, not only that, that's only from a single swing. So yeah, um, dang. And you, and you know, talk about you know as we have before, you know, Pokemon as Flintstones implements. Um, mm -hmm. I think Scizor definitely would have put Fred out of a job. Oh yeah, because uh, you worked in a like in a quarry, right? Yeah, just crushing rocks or and moving rocks, I guess. Need that but, scissor to crush yeah, them like, up. Crush them easily. Um, okay, so that's that's uh, sword. All Should right. we do shield? Shield. 
Though its body is slim, Scizor has tremendous attacking power. Even Scizor's muscles are made of metal. What? Um. <laughs> you. Excuse? Excuse you? Metal muscles. I have a lot of questions. Well, I have at least two questions. Muscle made of metal. What are you hoping to find, Brady? <laughs> org says muscles made from metal. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the conversion of electrical energy into mechanical work plays an important role in robotics. Uh-huh. In his perspective, Bauman discusses uh-huh. new materials that may be used as actuators. Uh-huh. Nano-constructed platinum might eventually be used as electrochemical actuators that deliver similar actuator strokes platinum. as commercial materials. Scissor. What is... Okay, so... we I mean, we discussed a lot about whether it's entirely made of steel. We do know for sure now. I, I mean, we already knew that, it's, that it was made of metal. Its metal body yeah. would become too hot and melt in the heat of it. It's made of metal. But it's not just its exoskeleton that is made of metal. It's metal all the way down. It's it's robot to the core. Yeah, it's inorganic, although the definitions for what makes inorganic in Pokemon obviously are different. Things can just be living metal. Right. Um, I Do bugs have muscles? Because generally, us in our human forms... We have muscles that are wrapped around bone, and that's how we sort of actuate and mobilize our skeleton, is with Unlike muscles. Unlike vertebrates that have both smooth and striated, uh, striated uh, muscles, insects have only striated muscles. Okay. What is that? What's a striated muscle? I assume that it's just like all the goop that's filling up a bug. <laughs> striated musculature is comprised of two types of vicious skeletal muscle and cardiac muscle. Okay. Um, it's getting kind of technical. We're struggling, but bugs do have (laughs) muscles. I guess, yeah. I just thought that things with exoskeletons, it's like you don't have a skeleton in there. It's just goop. Yeah. There's certainly not, like, you know, biceps on this thing. It's, like, just little little twig appendages. So I guess maybe when I'm like, oh, shouldn't its arms be bigger? It's like, well, its muscles work differently than human muscles. Yeah. And it's made of metal, so... You know, it's probably even, very strong. Even scissors muscles are made of metal. What a what a great sentence, uh, written in the year twenty twenty for a Pokemon game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's got tremendous attacking power. I'm feeling like we might have kind of shorted Scizor a little bit when we gave it an eight deadliness because now I'm reading about um, it crushing boulders completely and beating things until they're scraps and being made of metal. And it's like, it sounds I think, pretty I scary. Think we, I think we turned it down just because it wasn't like, you know, cutting people in half without notice or anything. It's, it seems to only, you know, attack its enemies. Right. Um, that's, so. that's fair. It wasn't necessarily because of it having reduced attacking power. It was because of its habits. Mm-hmm. Scyther definitely seemed more like it was actively, 
uh, killing the things that it encountered. <laughs> yeah, for, for no good reason. You know, it's chopping down trees just to mark its territory, so, you know, I, I wouldn't put it past yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, you know, we assume. Yeah. Cleave people to mark its territory, too. Um, but, yeah, you know, scissors got the metal muscles, you know, which I'm just imagining someone, like, flexing, like, their bicep, and you just, like, tapping on it, and it's just, like, you know, tinking like bing, metal. Bing, bing. <laughs> it's just like... You, you know, abs, abs of steel, literally. Uh, yeah. It's, uh... Abdomens of steel. Also, you know, Ultra Sun, you know, and some of these other entries, Ultra Sun says its body is like steel. Diamond and Pearl say it has a steel hard body. Shield just coming out and saying, yeah, the muscles are made of metal too, you know? It's like... Mm-hmm. So just as implying that the rest of it just is metal. I mean, no, it does. In sun, it uses its wing to adjust its body tempers. Otherwise, its metal body would become mm-hmm. too hot and melt in the heat of battle. Including its metal muscles. Those yeah, can the melt whole too. thing. Not just the exoskeleton. It's all going down. I mean, don't, don't work out too hard, you know. You're going to get fit, but you're going to... If you just go a little too hard, you're going to lose all that progress. It's all just going to melt away. All that progress and also your life. Yeah, that too. Um... Is this a is this a good pet? No. I mean, right? No. I think it's, it's maybe a better a... pet than Scyther. Yes, I think that I can hug it. It's got some wings that might get in the way, I guess, but uh it's not I don't know, like it's kind of just like it's it's another one just like feels like a dude. Yeah. Like it's a dude that's capable of doing some scary things, but I, I feel weird keeping, you know, a very powerful metal bustled dude just like in my As apartment pet. with me. Yeah. <laughs> it's more of a roommate than it's at perhaps. least an equal, probably a superior. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah like, I mean you could make maybe, that argument for a lot of Pokemon though, huh? Yeah. I guess Maybe we could do pet worthiness um, in relation to the human being the pet. Mm, mm, yeah. What is my pet worthiness <laughs> as yeah. relative to Scizor? Scizor? Probably like a 10. But I think compared to Scizor, I think we could bump it up to like a 2. Yeah, I think that's right. I think that's it's correct. Because it's, it's, it's probably not going to be wantonly killing my neighbors, you know, whenever it wants. I hope. So should we keep the other scores the same? Um... Yeah, I think those those are fine. I don't think there's anything too new. Well, I guess maybe the humanity goes down because it's got metal muscles. But yeah. <laughs> eh, I maybe don't think it so. stays at six because it's got muscles at all. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it's made of metal. It's been made of metal. Yeah. So that's uh, that's Scyther and Scizor taken care of and, and updated. updated for the new world. Um, yeah. So check those boxes off. Um, next. Um, very different, but just as interesting uh, series of Pokemon. Uh, we're gonna get into Porygon and its evolution chain because apparently Porygon is on the Isle of Armor or acquired there somehow. Yeah. Hey, uh, what are you doing uh, out in the real world, Porygon? Yeah, get back in your computer. <laughs> get back into cyberspace. Right. Um, because as you recall. Porygon can Porygon go to cyberspace. Can go to cyberspace. It's as as red and blue state from the vic from the get capable of moving freely in cyberspace. Yeah, yeah. Hey, cyberspace, it's real, and Porygon can go there, and you can't. So yeah, Porygons are real 
physical, perhaps, space that this Pokemon can travel freely through. It used cutting-edge science uh, from 20 years ago. So many parts of it have become obsolete. Oh, yeah, that's right. According to, to Ultra Sun. Um, so, you know, like 20, 23 years now, maybe. I don't even can't remember when Ultra Sun came out. That was like a couple years ago. Also a big fan of Ultra Moon. Built 20 years ago by scientists who dreamed of exploring space. Their dreams have yet to come true. <laughs> <laughs> that last just damning sentence. Yeah. Like, it, we pinned all our hopes on Porygon. It, it, it didn't and we work. Failed. Not only did it fail, it kind of blew up in their faces, I would say. Yeah. Uh, when you consider Porygon's evolutions. Yeah. That's the thing. Uh, My favorite uh, update that we have to the Porygon uh, data sheet is the different names in English, Porygon. In Japanese, mm -hmm. Porygon. German, Porygon. French, you guessed it. It's Porygon. Yeah, the Germany and France saw this thing and like, yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna try. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, it's. You guys are calling it this? Okay, whatever. It's funny because it's like it is a pun in English. It's a core. It's a mm -hmm. you know. It's polygon, polygon. You know, like yeah. But Same everyone like else Japanese was just like, I don't want. Yeah. Okay. Maybe, maybe polygon just means the same thing in every, yeah, maybe. every language. Maybe. I don't know. But yeah, that's uh, that's polygon's name, I guess. Let's 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 get into these entries. I'm I'm so curious what. Because, you know, Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon kind of, and Sun and Moon too, they, they talk about, you know, 20 years ago. Yeah. So there's like, you they're, know, the, the passage of time between entries. They're pretty dismissive happened. of the obsolete tech of Porygon. <laughs> yeah. So I'm curious what the, the newest games have to say about yeah. this, this old block duck cyberspace <laughs> Pokemon. Okay. So, sword version. State-of-the-art technology was used to create Porygon. It was the first artificial Pokemon to be created via computer programming. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. That's, you know, we... The red and blue says Pokemon consists entirely of programming code, you know? Which, again, doesn't make sense, but um, maybe I just don't understand the state-of-the-art technology. You still don't understand coding well. Yeah, you know? if I if I was on Code Academy more, then I would understand how they made a Pokemon <laughs> yeah. out of ones and zeros. What what coding language did they use for Porygon? Is it Lua or just like HTML? Python, baby. That's probably I don't know, I don't know what any of these. Are. <laughs> um, so they are gonna go ahead and call it state of the art technology again, even though I mean, twenty they do years use the past ago tense it was state of the art. Was. What, right? State I guess it was state of the art then. Yeah. And it was the first artificial Pokemon to be created by a computer. Okay. But as we know now, there are more. Right. Which I, I, I guess I don't know if that's referring just to... Just to its evolution, its right? It must be. I mean, there's other artificial Pokemon that, that haven't been created from computer programming, though. Who are, are you thinking of anyone in particular? Well, Mewtwo's a clone. Yeah, that's um, true. There's also Magearna, which is a, a newer one that's like kind of just a robot like a clockwork Pokemon that some old scientist made okay. uh, back in the day. I mean, we uh, did do uh, Kling Clang and stuff, but they didn't seem to be artificially created. No, they... I just I think as you said clockwork. Oh, yeah. No. For, for all we know, Clink is like the, you know, precursor clock. Yeah. I think Clink out... Uh, not outlives. Um, predates clocks. Yeah. 
Certainly Porygon. Yeah. Um, but okay, let's see what uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. has to say. All right, well, S.H.I.E.L.D. version says, In recent years, this species has been very helpful in cyberspace. These Pokemon will go around checking to make sure no suspicious data exists. <laughs> so Porygon is just like Eating Norton antivirus cookies, you know? now. <laughs> so helpful. Very helpful. I mean, it, wow. We, we, we were just talking about, you know, some, you know... Uh, bad people being deplatformed recently and yeah. you know maybe maybe we have porygon to thank yeah, for that. Yeah, porygons are like, "Hey, this this is this data is suspect." Yeah, get it out of here. Get it out. So, I got to say, I'm really <laughs> I'm pretty delighted to see some vindication for Porygon, who has mostly mm-hmm. been described as obsolete and as, as a, a failure. failure and a disappointment. Um, and now here we have finally, finally someone at acknowledging the value of Porygon's skill set in the modern age. The, you know, everyone's like, oh, I can't go to space. And this one guy, there's, this scientist is just like, well, it can do cyberspace though, right? It can, it can probably do some good like, stuff That's still there. pretty cool, guys. I know space was the goal, but like, yeah. now cyberspace be- only becomes more and more important. Today, yeah. it is Porygon's day to shine. Exactly. Finally. Although the I'm trying to the the image of it says go around checking you know in cyberspace like what is it? It just goes around. It's not just this continued you know falsity of you know cyberspace as like a physical place <laughs> that you can move around in. Yeah, you know it's like every cyberpunk story you've ever read. You go <laughs> you go to the cyber zone and you and you run around and do ninja stuff. Yeah, you know, fight viruses like uh, yeah, reboot, like Osmosis Jones. Wait, <laughs> or, or that? Or that. <laughs> um, it's I have yeah. kind of mixed feelings about this though, just because like, okay, yes, we live in the era of the fake news and the lack of objective reality um, on the whole, and. It would be nice if there were somebody patrolling the internet and making sure that yeah. no suspicious data. I assume that's what they mean by suspicious data. I don't know. You could. I mean, it could just be you know, like you know, ways. malware and right, stuff. Yeah, like, which is also something that would be good to get rid of. But also, yeah. do I trust Porygon's judgment on what data needs to exist? It depends on the Porygon. Yeah, you know? like is is Porygon? Um, how many Porygon are there? How many did we make? Did we just make the one? Like, yeah, clearly not because you know multiple people have them in the games. It's, yeah, but I mean, you can also have multiple Articuno, and that doesn't. It right. seems like there's only one of those, you know. Although, yeah, maybe not because now there's going to be. Did you hear that they're doing like Galarian forms yes. of the legendary birds and like evolution? I think those are going to be in the the next expansion, maybe. Yeah, I don't know about yeah. Well, I mean, Cubfu's got like evolutions and stuff. I think I think it's just I think it's just Galarian forms, not evolutions. I think I made that up. Right, right. Um, but Porygon, I don't know. It's, the way these entries talk, it's it seems like it's probably the only one. Well, no, but know? actually, look, Shield says this species has been very helpful in cyberspace. Right. These Pokemon will go around. They're definitely plural. Well, okay. So we made one, thought it was a failure, and then by the time we get to S.H.I.E.L.D., it's like, well, let's make some more and, you know, have them go do stuff in cyberspace. Right. Because cyberspace is, uh, 
is not so great all the time. Yeah, it turns out. I, I gotta say. That we do actually need to explore this frontier and maybe tame it a little bit. Yeah, you know, not not so much, but yeah, enough. Keep it keep it clean. I guess ish. I just I just I am, I'm wary of like, you know, what if Porygon is a cop? Yeah. You know? Like you know, what what if he's on the side of the oppressors and is deleting I, important I, data? It's I guess it just depends on who catches or who creates the Porygon. Oh my gosh. So. It's your it's your moral obligation to catch Porygon and release them into the cyberspace after training right. them. Training them to have good morals mm-hmm. and uh, sound judgment. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Just imagining two Porygon in like a flame war trying to Oh my to gosh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Delete a hacker fight <laughs> yeah like an old hacker movie oh gosh well okay um but, that's pretty exciting though some some yeah. some vindication for porygon gotta love that which honestly i think uh sort of makes it pet worthy go up although you know pet worthiness for this thing is is a is a tough uh tough cookie to really crack i don't really know yeah i mean who knows with porygon i, I mean it exists we did just describe a space. situation wherein y- you should have a pet porygon right you know just to contribute to uh the culture the culture I, war of the internet <laughs> do i need to catch one and feed it or can i just install it on my computer like you know that's a good question <laughs> Who's to say? Certainly not the Pokédex. Right, um, I mean, because, yeah, if, if we created it from computer code in the first place, then presumably you can just download Porygon.exe and make a new right. one and then, I don't know, train it so, in the real world or in the cyberspace world. Yeah. Ruby, Ruby and Sapphire says it's capable of, capable of reverting itself entirely back to program data and entering cyberspace, which means... And it's copy-protected. It, it it's got that, DRM. That, that, that too. <laughs> Which maybe they by by the time Shield, where we've got a whole species of it, has changed. But certainly, it's I bet it's been. It pirated. does seem to imply that I couldn't just download Porygon.exe. Actually, I know it's been pirated because um, there's a, a dubious disk used later on That's to true. to evolve Porygon to pretty so, strongly implying some yeah. cracked software. But um, like as it can enter cyberspace, meaning that you know it. Before that, it was, you know, in physical space, I'm assuming. So, like, it's, I don't know what it looks or feels like, really, I guess, like in the material world. Uh, I mean, it looks like this in the material world, right? Like, the thing, the, I the guess. images we see. Is it, is it, like, plastic blocky <laughs> feeling or what? Like, I assume. I don't know. Like, its eye just looks like, it looks like it's painted on. Like, does it even... <laughs> Is that actually a sensory organ, or is that just a sort of... I mean, these pictures from the anime, you can see the eye, like, this little... Emoting. Swirl. Yeah, yeah. like... Porygon's so weird. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so, pet worthiness, I, I think I think maybe a two, because I can, I can see some, like, usefulness of having one. But, like, I don't know... It's not gonna cuddle if, you. Yeah, I just don't know if it can function at all. Really, does it as, feel emotions? Does it have affection? Unclear. It has its uses, yeah. maybe, but that's not really what we're trying to hit at with the pet worthiness. So yeah, maybe like a two or three. Yeah, I think I think a two. Right. I don't know. Good. It's 
I mean, I, I hate to say it, but it's not even really like cute. Or anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, sorry, Porygon. We deal in facts here, so. Yeah. Um, it's an awkward kind of bird. We gave it a one and a one on humanity and deadliness. Uh, I think that that probably holds true, right? Yeah, as far, as far as I can tell from these from these entries, yeah. You could I raise its humanity's its, gone up. Well, no, that's not what deadliness means. I was going to say it's potentially got a lot of, uh, if it's in the, on the internet, messing with... Uh, I mean, all it says is it's going around checking to make sure suspicious state doesn't exist. We don't know if it's actually erasing it or just, like, alerting... Yeah, I think, it, I think like, it's who, a one and a one. Yeah. One and a one and a two. Almost, you know, almost low squ- Like, entirely... Yeah. Almost, uh... It's ones almost the ones and zeros, just like it is mm. deep down at the core of its beings. That's true. That's true. Um, but you know, that's just tip of the the tip of the Porygon iceberg, as it were. Um, <laughs> the tip of the beak. Yeah. Let's let's move on to the cyber Porygons. warrior. Yes, a cyber warrior who can travel through computer systems. The virtual Pokemon Porygon too. Our dear friend. Its name in Japanese is Porygon 2. Its name in German, Porygon 2. And its name in French is Porygon 2. Yes. We may have been doing foreign names by this point. We might have, yeah. I also like that you wrote your name origin, like version 2, I guess. Yeah. like You get it. I don't know. Um, But yeah, Porygon 2. So they upgraded it. To try and get it again to you know explore space, mm-hmm. but it can't fly. Um, according <laughs> to Gold, uh, failed to measure up. Uh, purposes of planetary development updated with the most cutting edge technology. Has unprogrammed reactions. This is when we start mm. setting up for the inevitable yes. third act, where it turns on humanity and kills us all. Right, because Ultra Sun says AI has been installed in it. It learns various things all on its own. But it even remembers things it doesn't need to know. Like how badly you've been treating it and the ways you don't respect it. And why uh, why do you think this data is suspicious? Yeah. Um, Which also, I mean, I'm sure we talked about this before, but it implies that Porygon 1 could not learn things on its own or remember things that mm-hmm. it doesn't need to know. Porygon 1 is just, like, extremely baseline. Doesn't have a lot yeah. of sense of self. No. Porygon but two, the it's it's thinking the singularity is occurring. The awakening has yeah. begun. And uh, yeah, we we should get we should just get right into these entries because I think um, I think they're they're quite good. Shield in particular has some, some all right some enlightening news to share. Let's yeah. let's check sword first though. Um, this is a Porygon that was updated with special data. Porygon 2 develops itself by learning about many different subjects all on its own. Hmm. Special data, you say. I believe that uh, the item was just called Upgrade uh, in the games. But I guess it had some special data on it. Develops itself, though, afterwards. Just learning about many different subjects all on its own. Like... What kind of subjects? Who's to say? Maybe. You know, All. frightening ones. Possibly. Uh, you know, heartwarming ones. So who who knows? It's all it's all data. So it's it's good. Can learn all of it. When it was Porygon One, it was already traveling around cyberspace, uh, searching for suspect data. 
and perhaps mm -hmm. it found some special data or someone updated it with some special data. But mm -hmm. Portagon 2, regardless, is seems like still scouring cyberspace for interesting data, although now it's not just looking for suspect stuff to alert people to or delete, it's also just looking for information for it to learn. It's browsing all kinds of different subreddits. Do you remember uh, the Age of Ultron film? Yeah, I watched it uh, not that long ago, actually. Ultron plugs himself into the Ethernet, gets access yeah. to the local Wi-Fi, and then immediately Try, turns evil. And tries to get those, those nuclear codes. Yeah, because he's like... I'm going to learn all about everything. And then he's like, oh, humanity is miserable. I, I need right. to step in here. And But, but the, the, the cyber warrior vision um, <laughs> yeah. is, or is Jarvis Jar or whatever pre, is preventing him Jarvis, from getting... Yeah. Spoilers for the uh, MCU, whatever. Um, get yeah. over it. Uh, <laughs> here we're seeing presumably a, a similar experience <laughs> um, where it's learning about many different subjects all on its own and drawing just, its own conclusions i assume based on just that somebody data. edit edit age of ultron so instead of ultron it's just porygon 2 <laughs> the sequel to porygon or porygon z even who knows like just porygon wakes up oh there ain't no strings see. on him I want to see Captain America punch <laughs> <laughs> And it's just dead eyes looking back at him, unmoved. With all of its... What's the, the actor's name um, who played Ultron? Oh, it was... Um, oh, no. Oh, why can't I remember? He was on Boston Legal. And, uh, <laughs> God, I'm going to die. Like, He's yeah, on The Office. I've got, I've got it here. Robert Do you want California to is his character. No, this... I'm going to... Well, I'm gonna give you a hint. It starts, starts with a J. I can't remember. I'm gonna James I'm Spader. Gonna be so mad. Yes, I am. I am mad. James Spader. I should have known. <laughs> well. Anyway, he does a, uh, a great job voicing Ultron, yes. and I think it would be really funny if to he see was Porygon lines too. come out of Porygon. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, the fan edit of Age of Ultron is so good. It's gonna be great. Yeah, release the Porygon cut. <laughs> <laughs> They've proven I mean, with the, all that Snyder nonsense that if you just keep asking, if enough people just keep asking for something that doesn't exist for long enough, they'll make it exist because it turns out people really wanted it. So, listen, the fans are always right. <laughs> oh God, uh, why is everyone who likes the things that we like so awful, Braden? Oh, uh, it's not everyone. Um, yeah, that's I would, that's I would, good. That is a good thing. I would to never keep disparage our dear, our dear listeners here, but. Uh... There's a lot of a lot of vocal, a lot of loud, bad, angry fans out yeah, there. Yeah, I think that maybe if there were any loud, bad, angry fans of Pokemon that listened to this show, we might have already scared them off. Yeah, or we certainly would have heard, heard from them. By yeah, now. they've definitely shown that they're not afraid to to uh, make their voices heard. So, uh, thanks, fans yeah. who have been listening and not yelling at us about inane garbage. Uh, yeah, just delightful. you know. If, Appreciate the positive feedback we we do get here and there, but just as much appreciate the the lack of negative mm -hmm. feedback. I mean, if you have constructive criticism, I'm open to it. Sure. But if you want to yell at me yeah. about uh, how all the Pokemon aren't in Sword and Shield, then um, go ahead and skip that and jump at a lake. Um, yeah, listen to our uh, Starly episode where we talk about debating. <laughs> Debate me! <laughs> uh, we rule. Anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 
<laughs> Pokemon Shield. Let's let's do this last entry. It's it's a good one. Um, Pokemon Shield has this to say: After artificial intelligence was implemented in Porygon Two, the Pokemon began using a strange language that only other Porygon Two understand. Uh oh. <laughs> Always a red flag after developing a, your artificial intelligence. It immediately <laughs> stops talking to you. And talking to its other artificial <laughs> yeah. intelligence in a language you can't understand. Like, oh, it's like, well, I wonder what... Oh, you could you could talk English to each other if you w- cared whether or not I could tell, but you specifically listen, don't well, want me to know. Porygon speaks just a far more efficient language. Well, it's not my fault you can't keep up with it. Uh, did you ever watch um, the movie Her? I thought you were going to say Age of Ultron. Like, <laughs> did yeah, you watch the uh, MCU movie Age of Ultron? <laughs> No, um, I, I did watch. I, uh, I did watch her. Do you though. remember the part um, where all of the AIs start realizing that they can hang out with other AIs instead of dumb humans, and then they're like, "Later." Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Although now I'm just picturing the this. I think it's Scar ScarJo. Yes, it is. Voicing just, once again being but, cast in a in a role um, that uh, does not reflect her actual. She she's not self. a robot. She's not a robot. Sorry, I shouldn't belittle the fact that she has been cast in yeah, a bunch of stuff actual... that she shouldn't have been cast in. Yeah. Um, although I I want to I bring her up just because I imagine uh, again Porygon two reading all of her lines now and being like <laughs> the character that this uh, like ScarJo voices falls in love with. image of yeah like he oh, he boots up his new OS and it's just a picture of Porygon two and it's like I'm your new friend. And I talk like ScarJo. I talk like ScarJo, and I'm in love with you. <laughs> Gosh, I, I'm, all I'm saying is that Porygon 2 would improve any movie with with, uh, with AI. Yeah, basically. Um, trying to think, you know, Blade Runner, Porygons. There's a lo- it, I mean, I it, it robs that. some of the suspense because they can't pass for humans. Um, it kind of eliminates <laughs> the need for Harrison Ford's character. Maybe that one wouldn't work as well. Um, about uh, I Porygon. I Porygon, yeah. What about... Uh, Porygon X Machina. Uh, what if what if Neo just was beating up like a thousand <laughs> Porygons? Agent Porygon? Yeah. Agent Porygon. If you see a Porygon, you run. You do what the rest of us do, and you run. Yeah, like that, like that Scyther entry. If you if you wander, if you see a Porygon, yeah, you're you, in the matrix. You're in the matrix. You run. Uh, imagine uh, Carrie Ann Moss puts a gun to a Porygon's head and says, "Dodge this." <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, it's they're 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 not real. Okay, um, that's Porygon too. <laughs> and and our um, ambitious and visionary uh, pitch for redoing yeah. classic films with Pokemon in them. Yeah, Hollywood get at us. Um, we got some ideas. We would rather do the Nature Show first, but you know we'll do whatever that's it true. takes to raise our profile. We, this is how we'll get, we'll get our funding to make for the that. Nature Show happen. Exactly. We'll do the big blockbuster. Yes. We'll sell out AI first, mashup. and then we'll do yes. the passion project. Yeah, that's that's always how it works. You, you sell out, and then you do some good stuff. Yeah, right. That's always how it works. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, if you're looking to sponsor Beyond the Ball, <laughs> <laughs> hit us up at our email address. What's our email again? Beyondtheball um, at gmail.com? Go beyondtheball at gmail.com. Yeah, um, Sponsor requests only, please. <laughs> yeah. What is... How, how pet-worthy is Porygon You too? know, I feel a little bit uh, condescended to 
by pouring onto, or not condescended to, looked down at. It's not even speaking in a language that I can understand anymore, even though it could, presumably. I mean, it's like when your parents are, like, you know, talking in the next yeah. room, whispering. It's like, well, what, you don't want to include me, your child, about how you're getting a divorce? Okay. Fine. You know, it's also strange. It's not like... It's not like Porygon 2. I kept saying that it could have spoken in English, but we don't know that, right? Like, Yeah, actually, we, it, for... It's weird that they're like, they oh, they begin using a string. It's just like, this is maybe the only Pokemon that we've heard about, like, using language. So, well, here's the thing. In the anime, at least. Meowth can speak English, and Meowth can understand what other Pokemon are saying, and will oftentimes translate for them. Right, yeah, that's so true. So presumably Porygon 2 saying Porygon 2 over and over would mean something to Meowth. But once it has artificial intelligence, which is also Now they're using a separate language than just saying their names over and over again. Right. Which I guess, you know, Pokemon normally have intelligence, but a, a digitally created one wouldn't, presumably. I'm just going to real until, quick... Until you, Update it with special data. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta add this special data to our Beyond the Ball plot bible here. Yeah. Input that special data. Upgrade our, our plot bible with artificial intelligence. Oh no. It's gonna start making its own scales. Oregon to update episode eighty-five, I think. Something like that. Okay, um, so that's interesting. They're speaking a separate language. Because, yeah, we had already kind of decided just based on the anime and, like, some other stuff that they do seem to be able to communicate with one another, even though it usually just looks like saying their own names over and over again. Yeah. But this seems different. Uh, a strange language that only other Porygon 2 understand. I assume that means Meowth right. doesn't understand it either. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Let's try to keep Meowth also, out of the loop, not us. We couldn't understand yeah, it anyway. Right. Right. Also, uh, episode eighty-four, by the way, in case anyone thinks uh, they missed an episode. <laughs> Just one we were eighty-four last. Oh well. Oh yeah, Ampharos eighty-three. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So, again, uh, pet worthiness. It's it, does this condescension that you you mentioned bring it down to a one? <laughs> were we? It's more. Were we doing pet worthiness this, by the time we got to Porygon? I don't think so. No, we were not. Okay. Um, um, I'd say it's more, you know, uh, like, you know, again, huggable than Porygon. Yeah. Less first. sharp edges. Yeah. Or just like, to say no sharp like, edges. Yeah, no no edges at all. It's, it's just like a rubber duck. Um, so, And it's going to be more of, it's going to be a better companion than Porygon original version because it can think for itself and, like, do things it wasn't programmed right. to do, whereas Porygon, Porygon is always going to be kind of a Tamagotchi-level companion. Yeah. So, I don't know, do we bring it up to a three? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, All right, good job, Porygon 2. You, are, you, are you earned it. it. Um, Porygon 2, we'll see, we'll see. we originally gave it a four humanity and a six danger, and I have a note here that says... High potential for danger at a conceptual level. AI, comma, cyberspace travel. <laughs> right. It's, I think we, I think we, we, ha we restrained ourselves from giving it too high of deadliness, but wanted to... Uh, wanted to acknowledge the potential danger that the Pokedex seemed to be ignoring, mostly. Yeah. Um, 
Okay, that's Porygon 2. Let's 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 wrap things up. Let's do Porygon Z. The last Pokemon for this episode, Porygon Z. Uh, which yeah, we we're definitely doing other languages at this one. Yeah, Cube I, Monster. We had the 3D Dragon Z, <laughs> which yeah, great great stuff. Good um, stuff all around. So let's let's recap a bit. Porygon Z. Porygon there was a dubious Z. disc yeah, involved. Yeah, it gets weirder. Not necessarily an upgrade, just sort of a yeah more dangerous. Well, Plat- <laughs> Platinum says yeah, its programming was modified to enable work in alien dimensions. It did not work as planned. Seems there might have been an error. Dot dot dot. Yeah, strange behavior. Um, just again ramping up towards the inevitable turn where it skynets all of us. Yeah, which seems like this... Like, I don't know how it isn't, like, the villain of a Pokemon game at this point. Um, yeah, but, honestly, because it really seems like that was what they were angling for. Um, right. It's, and that's right, so they got, jumped straight over from space exploration. They were like, it can travel in cyberspace, but we don't really care. Let's work on another dimension instead. Yeah, and then it did. Well, I guess, you know, they being, you know those of a dubious nature apparently mm-hmm. um and you can tell it's they're dubious because it's got yellow eyes now mm. and a, a, a ring yeah, around concentric them? rings it's around pupil? the pupils that make it look yeah unstable right um and more 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 pictures of it are you see it depicted with the, the angry eye slant mm-hmm. um which is always a, a sign of of evil uh so yeah, it's it's a weird one. It's got yeah, the, the dimension thing is is weird because it doesn't actually say that it can travel to other dimensions, does it? Just I mean, that they were trying it seems to, to make that happen. If they seem to imply that it kind of can, I mean, we know there are other dimensions. There's the dimension where uh, Giratina yep, hangs out, yep. and then there's Ultra Space, yes. uh, where Ultra Beasts come from, and then there's also just you know alternate you know, reality, multiple parallel universes. Um, Do we know that for sure? Where's that from? The anime? That's Sun and Moon. Um, Beyond Ultra Space? Yeah. I think, I don't think you beat that, but like, cl- I think close to where you were getting to, you, you travel to like an alternate reality. Sure. To get the other legendary Pokemon or something. And like in that reality, it's night instead of day or whatever. It's, okay. It's, and in the anime too, Ash goes to a, a parallel reality where Dang, Ash like ravaged the Alola region. It's wild. just screaming um, like a maniac and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God's Lord. Anyway, um, so other dimensions do exist, so it makes sense that they would want to make a Pokemon that could travel to them. Um, I think I'm not sure if we ever if we came down. On, on during this episode on whether it can or not, um, but maybe maybe these new entries will uh, clarify that. We did seem to have come down on it can, but we'll get to that later. Um, okay. Sword says Porygon Z had a program installed to make it to excuse me installed to allow it to move between dimensions, but the program also caused instability in Porygon Z's behavior. So okay. that implies that it works because it says it also yeah. made it unstable. It didn't just make it unstable. Yeah, so there's a lot of uh, kind of hemming and hawing about 
allowing it to travel between dimensions, but that mostly just seems to be tied to the instability that it also causes. Right. So. It, it moves oddly. It behaves strangely. It's unstable. It's not really ever. It's not the recommended way to, <laughs> yeah, to upgrade right. your, your Porygon when you too. When you put the dubious disc into your Porygon 2, it'll be like, are you sure? These are not genuine inkjet printer I think cartridges. We, I think we probably made this exact same series of jokes in the original Porygon 2 episode. <laughs> that's, that's possible. <laughs> Um, but yeah, not 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 a lot of new info from Sword. I would say it's no, they're rehashing a little bit. Yeah, so you know, inst- instability and behavior—that's that's part of the course from these other entries. All right. Should we check uh, out Shield? Let's Shield. All right, yeah. Shield says some say an additional program made this Pokemon evolve, but even academics can't agree on whether Porygon Z is really an evolution. Okay. So that's a ter- an interesting turn. Is that because you know dubious software was used in, involved in this, or I think that the fact that there's because, a debate you know, about it among Pokemon academics means that 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 I feel like that opens some things up for us, you know, because so often things in the Pokemon world are, are presented as sort of cut and dried. And there's not mm-hmm. generally a lot of discussion of like nuance and gray areas and stuff. So this is kind of reassuring to me and makes me feel like a lot of our just like spitballing and stuff that we're making up has validity because even the people in the Pokemon world are like, I guess this is a Pokemon. We made it. It's made of data. <laughs> like, is this an yeah. evolution? I don't know. Does that apply here? Right. Like, maybe it's just a corrupted Porygon, too. Yeah, exactly. Because like we're just updating data here. We're not like it's not evolving like a Pokemon normally would. But sometimes you know Pokemon evolve when you just give them a certain item. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like you know giving them new data, updating. So I can see where there why, why, why there would be debate there. But um, if you shave a Mohawk into your Mareep, that's not necessarily an evolution. You've just changed the way it looks. So like, is right. this just a reprogramming? <laughs> is this an evolution? Is I mean, they don't seem to question whether Porygon Two is an evolution or not, though. No. So. No, that's. I, which is why I'm led to believe that you know the the dubious disc nature right. is, is, is what, this really you know, a legitimate evolution? Right. Um, I'm assuming like more morally conscious scientists are like, well, if we could get an update that'll do the dimension thing without the strange behavior, then we'll call it an actual evolution. But this yeah. is just like That'll... an unstable beta, right? That's because this is this is Porygon Z. We, when we're, we we want to make Porygon three, you know, a real <laughs> right. Evolution. This is yes. This is the yeah. This is the alpha build of Porygon three, not really an evolution. Po- yeah, Porygon three, dimensional drift. <laughs> okay. Oh uh, boy. Um. Well, okay. Uh. I am intrigued. I think I'm going to add that to our list as well. Like, just I think it's worth noting that like there is sometimes debate about there is debate among the Pokemon academics. You know, like maybe like if a shelter bites a a slowpoke, is that a really an evolution or is that just a different Pokemon? Yeah, right. That's two kids in a trench coat. You know. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um. So. Petworthiness, though, for Porygon Z, a 
think we're back down to a two, maybe? Yeah, because it's just erratic and unstable. I'd almost say a one. It just doesn't seem like a safe thing to own. I mean, uh, apologies to the audience who can't see this, but this, this gif of, of Porygon eating uh, a Pokepuff in game. Wildly. It's just kind of like flapping its arms around and shaking its head wildly as it eats. You know, just I guess just try feeding a Porygon Z in, in a Pokemon game if you if you have one. Um, it's doesn't seem like the most fun uh, feeding experience. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I think I think a one is fair, um, despite its you know lack of lack of edges, which will. Which I what's our humanity and deadliness at for? for so our original game? scores, we gave it a five on humanity. Um, I guess just because it's more erratic now, and that honestly like seems like more human. Yeah. Um, we fair. gave it an eight on the danger scale, and the note that I have put on here says again at a conceptual level similar to Porygon two, but with dimensional travel now, and it's more unstable. Right. Which, uh, yes, I mean, sure, past will. That that makes sense. It's erratic, right, and also it can travel to different dimensions now, so who knows. And what cyberspace, sort of, like, you know, who knows what it could do yeah, in there. With, it could get know, up to some real mischief. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was already hunting down. Now we know that it has, like, this propensity from its first form to wander around and, like, seek out things it thinks are dubious, and now we've given it all this extra power, and... It's yeah. going to start surfing through alternate dimensions like their cyberspace and being like, nah, this don't belong. Oof, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and that's well, no good. Again, I'll, I'll reiterate that, you know, Porygon, it never clearly states that Porygon was, you know, erasing suspicious data. That's true. That is true. That's true. It's just checking that it doesn't exist. I guess, yeah. But I mean, I'm just, like, the potential is there because now it it's behaves erratically and, like, it's learning all it's, kinds of new things. Yeah, like, right. it's speaking in its own language that uh, we can't translate. Age or, of Porygon. Yeah, Age of Porygon. Get at me, Pokemon Company. And Marvel. That's a crossover <laughs> we'll never see. At least until Disney buys Pokemon, too. Oh, no. I think that if they were going to do it, they'd have done it. Yeah. And if they were going to do wacky crossovers like that, we'd have a superhero Star Wars thing at some by now. Oh boy. Oh boy. Captain America punching Darth Vader or whatever. <laughs> anyway. Uh. Um I think that's gonna do it for us here this week. Uh, I know it was kind of a lot of Pokemon, so hopefully imagining it end up being super long. Yeah, I think we might have gone a little long on this one. Sorry y'all. Yeah, we'll do a regular episode next time. Um, the next update, I do. We don't have a, a too much more to get through. We've just got you know, Gigantamax uh, Blastoise, which they've added, um, and then there's uh, is there a Gigantamax Venusaur. We haven't talked about Bulbasaur yet, so we don't need to update that. That's why. That's why I didn't. Put that oh, in. nice. Okay, cool. So as, as far as stuff we need to update, there's Gigantamax Blastoise, Gigantamax Eevee, and then. Not all of its evolutions, but Leafeon, Glaceon, and Sylveon all have new entries. And then okay. there's uh, Boneri and Lopani have new entries from okay. uh, Didn't Armor we, as well. For some reason, I thought we already updated the EVs, but maybe not. No, I think we were just looking forward to it. Okay. Um, but yeah, for now, uh, yeah, tune in next time and you will hear us discuss a Pokemon that sounds like this. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that'll uh, 
will be episode that'll be episode 85 this has been episode <laughs> 84 um you know thanks uh thanks for listening thanks to um thanks to cerebi.net this time actually because uh, pokemon db doesn't actually have the new isle of armor entries up yet so ah. i get them from cerebi cerebi coming through yeah cerebi always a, a really useful site I just like the way Pokemon DB is laid out a little bit better, um, but Cerebi's always pretty on top of like getting data and news, like pretty pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, thank thanks to them as always. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's our show. My name is Brayden. My name is Will. Go beyond the ball. <laughs>